Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Net Live with Barney. You store some tight underwear, Cameron. And DJ Ruche. You get to call yourself buff all the time. Where's Pretty? You promised me he'd be on the show today. All this travel and plane and priorities has been really getting in the way of our relationship. But we'll talk about uh, all kinds of non-volleyball related things. He dated Irene Cara. Gabrielle Reese. You can call me Gabby if you want. Don't think this thing is a mascot head. Oh, sack does sound a lot more funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Net Live right now. Um, I, I had something earlier. Uh, Reed talked about us kind of wrapping up a weekend. Not wrapping. Oh. Well, ra- wrapping up a weekend and, and summarizing things. And it got me, it, it had a moment jump to mind for me, special moments that have happened on this show. Um, I think of Hugh McCutcheon. And I was talking to him at convention, I want to say in 2010. And if you remember, those that remember in 08, both the for Hugh, the most incredible moment in his life to that point, probably, aside from maybe his marriage to Wiz, um, happened at the Olympic Games, win a gold medal with your team. Before that, uh, the most awful moment in his life had happened. And I asked him about the juxtaposition of those two things. And he got into it a little bit. And I remember him saying to me, uh, Barney, I, I've, I've never really talked about it until now and I was sitting with I I could paint the picture right now in my mind I can see where we were sitting in the booth at the table him across from me uh something that without this show wouldn't happen it was uh a a very powerful moment and and something that I'm proud to have had on this show talking to Hugh about such an awful thing and such an incredible thing that happened in the span of two weeks Here's to 10 more years. <laughs> <laughs> more great moments. Man, I was just thinking about having, having Misty on and all the things she was talking about from the perspective of Misty May, Misty May Trainer, right? Like the places that she's been, but she hasn't really been. Like she wants yeah. to go travel. Yeah. She's been all over the world, right? You're like, oh, you've, you know, you've won titles in Klagenfurt and Stad and all these places. And she's like, I don't know what they – I've seen airports and, and, you know, volleyball courts. I was talking with one Phil Dahlhauser, who's never blocked Kevin. Philip. Was wondering. Philippe. Philippe, if you will. Yeah, Philip Peter. Um, we were talking. He's like, yeah, I've been to Russia like nine times. Never seen yeah. Red Square. Right. Ever. Yeah. Because you don't like – People think the same thing, too. Like, oh, like you get to see, like, hey, when you're in Chicago, go do this. Or when you're in Seattle, go do that. I'm like, I see my hotel room, and I see the event site. (laughs) Is it on the way? Yeah. Like, (laughs) unless it's in my Uber ride from the airport to the hotel, like, that's all I get to see. And it's probably worse for the players because you're rehabbing or you're sleeping or you're counting your micro 
whatever the other word is that Reed has to do. I don't know. I had a joke and it, I lost it halfway through. So I'll... halfway through the shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, I'm still there's still some left. Yeah. <laughs> I found that You're to be true. That. I found that to be true in indoor, but I think in beach there's so much more downtime for you for that, you. that you get to for like, you. You get to see other things. I mean, like, if you're not, I mean, like, go to the Red Square. Come on, go have a coffee in the Red Square. Phil. I just, the first Stop was playing Xbox. What was your first? Yeah, man, that's actually a good so point. Intense. That's I actually play an hour point. and a half a day. It's like, no, you play 12 hours of Xbox. Go to Fortnite, the Red Square. man. Was Austin, Texas your first beat? Like, when you started, like, at full time again, was that your first one or was Huntington and then Austin? I have a story about Austin. I'm trying to remember if it was your first one, though. Oh, no, no. My first AVP tournament since San my... Fran- no, when you, like, after after you quit indoor and, like, AVP was full no, time. No, Huntington was first. Huntington was first. And, and then it was this great day of uh, qualifying. Qualifier, yeah, yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. So Reed was on stadium court, I think, Friday morning in Austin. And there's 20 people in the stands. After the match Reed, is over, yeah. I think, yeah, he wins. And he yells up at me into the booth. He's like, hey... Like, get that guy referring to Broadcast Mark, who we did not know as of yet. Like, maybe you, like, get him some coffee, like, to get this place fired up. <laughs> and I think I yelled at Reed. I'm like, Reed, it's Friday. It's Friday morning at, like, 9. Yeah. I'm not bringing my A game just quite yet. So I wanted to set the expectations for Reed. Yeah, not to Reed. On how the tournament hey, goes. Not to Reed. It's, it's I, a, I think I'm channeling what home. Misty's saying about these new athletes and yeah. these new fans. Look. I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, go. Okay, so... Um, you know, I've run these beach workouts sometimes. Moving sand. I'm playing uh, house music. And I like to remind them, like, hey, Rich. this isn't uh, me having a midlife crisis playing house music because I'm 42 years old. This is just European oldies. You introduced me to <laughs> Barbara and Streisand by Duck Sauce. I've so lived like, in Europe half my life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, this, is just, this is just oldies. This is like 90s. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. But if you can't get excited, don't show up. Well, it's funny you mentioned well, Misty talking about the athletes because I wonder if they know who she is. Like, not just know who she is, but they right when, know like, who she is. When like, she's, if she's telling you something, you're like, whoa. When she said she had to kind of, like, prove it to them first, yeah. just you can't just bring your gold medals to practice and be like, what else do I have to prove for you? Just to, drop them. Hey, die, get it. Like, yeah. reach out. Platform perfect, and they're like, "Well, I don't know." Like, yeah, hey, here's really my send it for that one. Do you hear that noise? That's my three yeah. gold medals banging into each other. How about I've you got just like, do it? I've got like 400 Instagram followers, so yeah. I don't want to mess up my makeup. Son of a. <laughs> I will say that when I transitioned to the beach, I made two calls. One was to Todd, and one was to, one was to Misty. Smart man. And so I decent calls. I have absolutely Name drops. Uh, any chance that she and she's actually come out. And she's yep. done workouts with me. And um, she walks. If, if she would, if she had the time or the bandwidth, I would absolutely have her be the head coach of my of my team, whatever team of I was on. Misty May Trainer is something that I saw her a lot on Stadium Court. Her and Carrie were on, I think, Stadium Court every single match they played because then the stadium would be full. I would remember plays of like it's a scramble play, digging balls, running things down, and then I'd see a still photo later, and her platform body motion even diving is all perfect she was in perfect alignment like she was not the fleetest of foot and she would admit that too but she was always in the right place at the right time but always like perfect form so the fact that her kids that she's coaching don't listen to her 
really upsets me. Probably a I lot might of, need to show up to those practices. Probably a lot of Ed Chan photos that you were looking at. Too. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you think that you think she's walking in Orange Theory like you when, know, every, when everybody crush, else is working their ass yeah, off and, and they look over? You think they look over and they're like, "Who is that, Misty?" No, it's can't right. No, Misty I mean, wouldn't be walking in Orange Theory. Your Belinda? No. <laughs> By the way, a quick story: Your Belinda, nineteen. 19- 97, <laughs> lost to Esperanza High School in the CIF semifinals. I'm not bitter about it. Still Five games, 15-13 in the fifth. It was rough. <laughs> How did you play? A lot of BYU kids on that team, too. Justin Dalton. Oh, man. Kyle Allman. Anderson. Yeah, Allman. Yeah. Allman was their man. Allman was their guy. God, he was a beast. What, what school were you at? Maricosta, Manhattan oh, Beach. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Reed, when you called Todd and Misty, what, what did you ask them? Like... And what was their advice? You know, that's a great question because um, when you, when I first came out, right, there was, you know, I kind of was just like. Bro, you're an indoor guy. You can't play on the beach. Yeah. Well, there was all that. By the way, every person that plays on the beach has come from indoor, unless you're Sean Rosenthal. Right. Just going to throw that out there. Or Phil Dahlhauser. Maybe Maybe fewer nowadays. Maybe. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, the goal was just to try to get to get get with the best. I mean, here I am looking at the best, right? Todd here Rogers with uh, Todd Rogers, but it's uh, a doll of Todd Rogers. In case anybody can't see it currently, anytime mm-hmm. you embark on a new thing, you don't know what you don't know, and um, and I really regret how I spent money, especially in resources and time that year. I, I spent a lot of money. Yeah, I never got the, to visit your trailer, and I felt bad about that in the wrong places. And I thought that. Uh, because uh, because volleyball beach volleyball has absolutely hardly any impact on your body, and so I went from this super high demand thing into beach volleyball, thinking that like man I'm old I got to stay fit so I spent money there and then of course data I thought was really important, uh, but really if anybody asked me now where would you spend money I would absolutely so I don't spend any money on body care right now. This last year I lifted probably like 15 times. And that's not because uh, I wanted to. It's because I've had, a, had another, you know, I'm trying to, like, get a startup company off the ground. I'm trying to play volleyball. Uh, but I would absolutely spend money on coaching. Mm, okay. And I feel like everyone else gets it wrong. They're spending money on massages, on lifting, and, and body care, and all these different things. When they should be spending money on coaching, they should be buying time with guys like Rich, with Jose Loyola, with Misty May, whoever you can get to. Because when you don't know what you don't know, how do you... How do you make progress? Um, and so, you know, the real questions was, I, I even have, we have video of me working with Todd, and it's embarrassing how terrible it was uh, with me. Yeah. Uh, but it was good, you know, working with the best in those two. Um, you know, I think for Misty, one of the best things, she always brings her dad, and obviously her dad's mentality yep. is, is sort of imparted in her Butch as well. Me. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just kind of like that old school mentality where there's, um, you just keep working. There is no excuse. There's no bad set. There is no, like, I don't care how bad my blocker is. I just need to adapt to it. You know, all of that kind of mentality, uh, I feed off of, of, of that kind of feedback. And uh, that's what she provided. And, and, of course, anything that Misty says, you're just going to absorb and, and try to do unless you're one of her current players apparently <laughs> rich uh, as a as a coach do you learn you learn from other coaches how do you from a player obviously you make a call you want to i think reed said tap into the experience right you can't buy that experience as a coach do you how do you work with other coaches well it's it's kind of an evolving thing i think on the beach especially because 
I don't know, until very recently, we're, we're starting to crack out of the mold where, you know, me and my partner are like our own little fiefdom or whatever, right? And we stay away from all these other guys because they're our competition and we don't want to give away all these secrets that we know, right? Um, which, like, I get, I get that to a certain extent, but it's so much better the situation we have now. Reed and, and Dave are part of this USA program that, that Tyler has started up where our top teams are training with each other one day a week, you know, ideally for the betterment of our whole program, right? Um, and so there's a little bit more of a sense of community now. Jose Loyola and I are actually participating in this, I don't know what you would call it, like this education course, I guess, for coaches that the USOC puts on. So that's really, really interesting to do all this disc profiling, if you know what that is, like this emotional intelligence, like all that kind of stuff, figuring out. Are you struggling you know, like, at that or is that working for you? What's that? Is the emotional stuff working for you or are you struggling with that? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't need to go into a Asking whole for a explanation of, <laughs> of the uh, emotional intelligence thing, but let's just say 1%, not a good score. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, yeah, anyways, I mean, this is like an educational thing to try and, uh, I don't know, figure out the things that I didn't know. I wouldn't have known, you know, it seems common sense once you sort of talk it out maybe, but, like, thinking about the different personality types that you have to deal with as a coach and what might cause that person to respond poorly, what might cause them to respond well to the things you have to say. Like, all that stuff, I wasn't really just instinctively aware of so yeah you know, they do. it's interesting to learn that kind of they stuff they do a lot of that in the corporate world right like you you get hired and you start a job and you take some you know 400 question multi multiple choice test just to understand how you work with others or how to be managed or whatever right. and and you know you're right maybe it's been slower to make its way into the athletic world at least in volleyball you know they always talk about in the NFL draft how they have those quarterback quizzes and tests and everything. But right. The rest of the world. Well, yeah, in the USOC, it's it's cool this year. Like Tuesday, we practice with uh, with Reed and Dave, and USOC sends out a guy that's a former Navy SEAL captain, and he's involved in their coaching education program. Just comes to our practice, helps us out, but is kind of observing what I'm doing and seeing if there's ways I can kind of plug leaks and, you know, I don't know, just basically improve my coaching game, which is awesome to have that sort of feedback from a guy, you know, he doesn't know anything about volleyball specifically, but he just knows about how coaches, you know, or leaders and whatever followers, like I call my guys, um, <laughs> how they should interact with one another. Yeah. Have you found yourself, has it changed your coaching mentality? I'm sure, like, you've learned things, right? But, like, your overall philosophy on coaching the game. Uh, not that my philosophy is different, but it's – but hopefully you, I don't know, keep improving your viewpoint on things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and so, whereas I, I consider myself a, a relatively logical person, so in, in my mind, if I come to a conclusion, there's – there's a reason decent for it, reason yeah. behind it, so it's going to be hard to sway me off of that. But I think, I don't know, educating myself as a person who has to interact with others, obviously there's lots of different ways to get to the same point, right? And so that it, I've kind of opened up that viewpoint, I suppose. Yeah. 
Reed. I, I totally back that, by the way. Okay. He's I was going to say, you've known logical. him a long time. <laughs> logical for sure. Until a call doesn't go his way. <laughs> what was your nickname? I, what did I you call? Red Rich. Red Rich, yeah. I was a neutral third Red party. Zero to 100? <laughs> no, no. Uh, what's really interesting about this is that uh, we got to play for Hugh. Mm-hmm. And Hugh, unbeknownst to us, Hugh knew all this stuff. And if he didn't, he was he's just a genius. Uh, but... Uh, you know, we did mission statement stuff before. I mean, we were sit kicking and screaming uh, in 2005 in Anaheim, being like, "Why are we in a hotel room? You know, why are yeah, we in a conference we on, room writing down court? our fe- like talking about our feelings and what we're good at?" <laughs> How does that make you feel? Yeah. Makes me like, feel pissed that I'm not we, in the gym. Should we be competing and like sweating and fighting? Uh, but that was, I, I would say, one of the most probably without that day, without those two days, I don't know that we win. I mean, like th- that—that mm. that set up a mission statement, which set up a mantra, which set up uh, daily rhythms of him saying, "Hey, we're here." Carl McGowan echoing it. Hey, if we're here, we might as well be here. You know, all these idioms that that sprung from that one moment was really interesting. But Hugh always used to say, uh, "Everybody's going to be treated um, fairly, but not equally." Mm. So it's like he knew all this stuff about like the disc profile or, or whatever it might be. Of just like, hey, we're going to treat Lloyd Ball this way, you know, one way, and we're going to treat, you know, Dave McKenzie another way. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you've got different parameters. LeBron is treated differently than the guy who's on the two-way contract from the G League. Right. Yeah. Well, we don't need to derail this podcast into a discussion about the word equality and what that means. <laughs> we can talk. That's on our next podcast, <laughs> yeah. the Team J Rich podcast. What's really fascinating, though, is that when you switch it over to beach, you've got the players are the decision makers. Correct. Which totally shifts the dynamic. And so I, you know, I'm constantly trying to figure out ways in which that dynamic can be reversed because, because I think that's the right order. I don't want to coach. For you, you want the coach to be the coach like, like okay for me and my preference but yeah. for everybody i don't yeah, yeah. care i don't care like if you're the person in the if you're the player that needs to be pushed and prodded and and inspired and all these different things if you're the decision maker you need to somehow give somebody trust you need to entrust somebody to say you can ha- you have permission to speak into me the truth have either one of you been in a situation where like on the beach where one player like there's a coach one player once a different coach and the other one's like no i like this coach but because the players are in charge do you if one player's like i'm not even listening to that coach anymore does that coach end up leaving oh i don't know if that's how it happened but i've been fired a lot if that's what you're asking that is not what i was asking (laughs) but i'm well aware of your resume my sordid employment history We've never fired you from the podcast. It's <laughs> true. And Reed's going to hire you for TNL 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's more of like my own curiosity of just like, I wonder what that dynamic is or those conversations are between, between the players. If one player is like, hey, I don't like this coach. And the one's like, no, he's the one or she's the one for us. I mean, I mean, look, if we were making, if everybody was making a really decent living, this would be a different discussion. Totally. But because it's a scarcity mindset, um, I just think if if I had one, you know, one call to make to the players uh, that I didn't have three years ago, it would be like stop worrying about your body, and and learn the game. And what um, I'm curious, like, and you're like you're not telling them not to work out or not to recover. No, but you can do that yourself. That's okay. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not minimizing. Correct. I mean, I've I'm got just some make, yeah. amazing people around me. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, at the end of the day, you're trying to win points. You know what I mean? And, and, and you need to know how to pass. You need to know how to set. You need to know strategy. Passing is key. Yeah. And uh, I think that there's just an overemphasis on all of the other stuff that pro athletes get and an underemphasis on, like, the knowledge of the actual skills and the strategies. And I would love to see a generation say, hey, we need some mentorship. We need some leadership. Do you think the sport, all sports are kind of going that way, though, now with, uh, like, the focus on, like, a Dr. Dravet or like the mental side of it, visualization, like where before it was, let's just get in the gym and hit balls and see what happens. Do you think like in 10 years that is even more of a focal point where like John Sparrow had Andrea Becker on his staff, um, like those kind of situations, do you think that's going to be more the norm? I think it's... Uh, Trinkets, my bad. I mean, for sure it's not faux pas anymore. It's just, yeah. uh, I mean, everybody recognizes that having a mental coach is an asset. It's not a... Uh, it's not something you should be ashamed of. Um, the ability to focus under pressure is what makes great people great, uh, you know, athletes great. It's not, uh, there's not magic. And uh, there's people out there that, that know how to do that better than others. Gervais, yeah. one of them. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's something that could go forward. Rich, are you training your brain? Not as much as I need to, I don't think. <laughs> I focus on picking people's grammar apart on Instagram. That is, mostly. yeah, that actually is true. I like when you do that. Where's Barnett? When Kevin Rich, leaves, Kevin Rich left. has a coach, though. Let Let me just say this: like when he was a when he was a player, uh, he was a sizzle pit kind of guy, fast arm, yep. right? Especially, were you kind of a line guy? No, I'm all wrist away. But wrist away. Yeah. Okay, so he was a wrist away guy. I still think you had probably like the quick line. A little bit, maybe. Okay, um, he's got a good arm. I have, I have no doubt. I have you know, no he's doubt. really, you know, he's on the box now. Yeah. Um, obviously, his workout regime is working. Yeah. And uh, he's bringing some gas. I like it. Well, he's got to have that shoulder. I don't have a lot of gas, but I do have good control. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually true. So. <laughs> Last story, and I'm off the mic. He's not lying. That is true. <laughs> so, uh, Rich and I, how long do we play together? 12 Since years? 2001 to... I mean... Yeah, yeah 12 years. That's pretty awesome. Dude. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty, oh, sorry. Were we you guys just, did you guys mess that up? <laughs> play together for 12 years, you don't know how to high-five? We did awesome. a lot of chest bumping. Yeah, got it. There was like a fist pound, but it was like an open hand. It was just weird. Like, was more we, of a hug. Do we handshake? Some yeah, Eskimo that's true. kisses? That's true. It is more of a bro hug. So Rich and I, so we would get to the gym two, two hours before a match, and everybody else would be playing Finiente or... I don't know, drinking coffee, whatever. <laughs> and Rich and I would go out to the warm-up courts before everybody else, and we would bring usually our doctor, and usually it was Dr. Stetson, especially in London. Yeah. yeah. And we would get our, our spins in. And so what we would do is just go through. It's kind of like BP. It's kind of like batting mm -hmm. practice. So Rich and I would just sit there. How long were we there for? 20 minutes? 15, 20, yeah. And we would just groove. Just start. trying to get warmed up and just get in the flow. Yeah. The difference is, is I can hit really hard. I know. Um, but Rich here has just precision control. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't tell you how, especially in those 20 minutes, how focused I had to be. Not as a passer. As your pepper partner. But as a spinner. 
just to make sure that I didn't piss him off. <laughs> because, man, in those 20 minutes, if you were somebody that had no control, then Red Rich would just rear his ugly head. I would say, is that what would set him? Like, what are the things that would set him off in practice? Oh, what? Call. What was the question? Bad call, obviously. Yeah. What would set you off? Because, like, I hear stories of you yelling at not the other team, like your own teammates in practice. It was more like the guy who showed up, who didn't have to show up to ref, but he wanted to, like, give something to the national program. <laughs> and Rich would unleash on that dude? And he would make a bad call, and it would absolutely be a bad call. And Rich would just <clears throat> absolutely make him feel like... The guy never showed up ever again. He shouldn't have even thought about tying his shoes that day, <laughs> let alone come into the national team How and dare hold a you? How dare you think you can come in here? You went Karch when Karch ripped the net down and took the ref, and that ref never refed again. That was just you in the practice gym. Yeah, but I feel like maybe that was an isolated incident for Karch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I have not seen other footage of yeah. Karch ripping the net down. I've seen him yell at people, but not that. that is yeah, correct. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to have seen Red, Red Rich in practice. There's a, there's a kind of a through line in my life because you got Reed talking about Red Rich. Anytime Jace calls me and I'm in the car, <laughs> she goes, oh, are you in the rage cage? <laughs> I, uh, Bill Burr, who you and I are a fan of, just did a stand-up, and he finally put my whole life into focus. I was like, yes, that's me. Because people talk about me going 0 to 100 on the volleyball court sometimes because right, I'll right. get upset. I will punt a ball or two. Sometimes you got to let it out. <laughs> but now I realize I don't go 0 to 100. I'm just always idling at 75. Right, So right. going from 75 to 100 isn't that big of a deal. Right. <laughs> if I'm already idling at 75, it's fine. So that's my whole life now. It makes me feel actually better about my rage. That is a great way to think about <laughs> yeah, that. I'm already at 75. Cameron, are you leaving? No, you have to get on the mic real fast. Sorry. By the way, Jeremy's been carrying this show for two yeah. hours. Yeah. And Kevin like, sucks. He's acting like this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Cameron, Wait. thanks for being on the show. Yes, it was a Wait. blast the three and times I was on. Yeah, you used to yeah. call in and the it was like a delay. We would talk to you and there was a delay and we'd talk on top of you and then there was a delay again. I remember oh. that being annoying. Yes, yeah, slightly annoying, but that's nothing new. I'm used to Kevin talking over me. And also, thank you for saying my government name today on the AVP post. Did you? No, no, no. I thought it was awesome. That just shows that we're real friends. We are real yeah. friends. Okay. More now so go get in your Uber. Kevin, yeah. So. I hate Kevin. Sorry. <laughs> Is the show over now? Like Now that Reed said I've been carrying it for two hours, I don't know what else to say. Well, no, it's yeah. panicked. I full panicked. It's oh, College Rob, Volleyball yeah. Weekly. Because, no, uh, it's, no, it's not, Rob. I've got Vinny Lopes <laughs> online. Hey, hey Rob. Oh, oh, oh. Calling out. <laughs> yes, let's get Vinny. I'm hungry. Oh, Rob's mic is muted. It's amazing. Is and and really right hungry? now, Rich is leaving to get a cookie. Yeah. And uh, you haven't started texting yet. So, And Vinny has been listening on East Coast Time along with Jay Hossing. I actually don't know where my phone is to text or else I probably would. <laughs> Reed's now drinking. That's right. So College Volleyball Weekly meant everyone left, including Cameron Irwin. Well, you're carrying the show on or that segment of the show on, correct? Right. Courtesy of VolleyballMag.com. Yeah. yeah. Tell everybody, Chan, yeah. yeah. Tell everybody to go there. To yeah, is it yeah. weekly? Or are you still doing it? It's a weekly thing, and uh, you know it's about fifteen ish. That goes to about twenty five ish. Are you going to be upset if I never ever listen? I'll support. Yeah, you know, I'm okay because I get it. You know, you, you, you came in, you hosted, you let us talk. You're respectful. It was wonderful. I feel oh. like I've. But uh, I tell people like, yes, I've been DJing on tour for so long. Yeah. But doing the show, I feel like, was my contribution back to the sport. Yes. Because I've been doing it for free. Yep. And <laughs> I'm going to need a little bit of a break. So I might take a break from knowing everything about volleyball for yeah. a little while. 
just because I, I, there's other things I'm working on. Uh, but I'm, I will always, even when I'm done DJing, I will always support the sport and be Incredible. around, and it'll, that'll fluctuate a little bit, but I'm always right. going to be around the sport, regardless how world-renowned of a DJ I become. <laughs> I will still support the sport. You know, just a side story there. And about my, being a world-renowned DJ? Yes. Okay. She's like, uh, I want to know about this DJ friend of yours, man. Who, who is this? A uh, significant other okay. in my in your direct life? relationship okay. with, a.k.a. my wife. Okay. I'm like, yeah, my, my DJ friend is awesome. You really got to listen to his music. And she's like, some white guy? <laughs> yeah, how could this white guy make good music? And I'm music? like, here, let's just watch a little bit of the Laker game, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's listening, wow, this guy's good. I'm like, that's my friend. Yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> Uh, and a shameless plug, yeah. uh, my group, The Suicide Doors, we just put out, we've been putting out a song once a month. We just put out a remix last month that's been doing really well. We have a new song coming out on February 17th. So just throwing that out there. Great news. You're welcome, Great everybody. News. That's awesome. Yeah. Could you put together a, <laughs> okay, my dad told me this the other okay. day. Oh, right. So um, when you're working out, your yep. heart rate rises. Yep. And 120 beats per minute. Mm-hmm. is kind of like an exercise rate. Mm-hmm. So disco, dance, house... Is all right in that range. Is Was it created for that reason, or is it just a, a happy coincidence? I think it's a happy... Uh, I'm sure there's some science that goes into it somehow where like that BPM is like a... Um, like makes your body move that much more, maybe. I, I don't know. So my guess would be a coincidence. Okay. Um, Lindsey Breeden's on the line now. Hi. So is it true that we lost the first 20 episodes because of a hard drive failure on your computer? Is that accurate? It's accurate, but I still have the hard drive. That's why I don't exist on the net live, because oh. you lost all the shows. Because no one's yes. ever talked about you. There's no photos. Yeah, and it's like, there's who is nothing. This I don't because exist. Because they just wiped you off the face of the planet. There is somewhere. I still have the hard drive. So if okay. technology and the whole purpose of me At saving some it, point. it's actually in bubble wrap, to be honest Perfect. with you. So if technology ever gets to the point where it can still extract those 20 episodes, we got it and we got you. I guarantee you the technology. You exist. Do you know who my favorite uh, guest was in the first 20 episodes? Okay, I'm guessing it wasn't Misty. No, I love her so much, but no, it was not Misty. Um, First 20 episodes, who do we have? It was a teammate of yours that won a gold medal. Clay Stanley? Bird? No. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, we play club together, so that doesn't count. So it wasn't Rich because he's here. Um, he's so funny. Scott, no, Scott Tuzinski? Nope. Um, who's funny? Riley Salmon? He might have played Six Man with us as well. Begins with a fell, ends with the Etherton. I just had dinner <laughs> with him the other night. He is a legend. And probably should be on the show right now because he is the coolest dude on the planet. He is the coolest dude on the planet. Yeah. I miss him so much. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah. Years. I just had dinner. Uh, we just had, actually, we didn't have dinner. We had s'mores. S'mores. At his house just the other night. Wow. With his beautiful new bride. And um, Congrats, Phil. Yes. When Love you guys Phil. started the show, and no offense, yes. how did you get beach players on the show? Because you guys were all indoor. So how did you get Misty May Trainer on the first show? That's so well. So so Misty. You know what's funny is I that know the volleyball world is small. My, my first experience on the national team it was a national B team. It was in the Pan Am Games, and I at that time I traveled heavy. Yeah. So I'm talking like guitar, 
Xbox, you know, the whole deal. Oh, you traveled. Oh, got it. That so way. I traveled heavy. Got it. Right. So I show up to the 99 Pan Am games, and I've got the guitar. And uh, there, was, there was rooms that had uh, two bunk beds. But they were like Tinker Toys or like Legos. So you could, like, build them however you wanted. So I happened to get Jason Ring, who became one of my best friends, and Phil Etherton, who became another best friend. Can we make bunk beds? So much and, room for activities. And so... We essentially make a, tr- a triple bunk bed in our room. So we make a triple bunk bed in our room, and we're playing guitar, and we have everybody in the room, and Misty Mae Trainer's there, mm. and we're like, we're like free-versing. And it was right at the time where like things were happening in her indoor world mm-hmm. that weren't, like they were undervaluing, I think, Misty Mae, and I'm trying to remember, but, but whatever. And so we were all free-versing, and she gets to her point. And that was, like, her, I think her last tournament. And then she goes on. And so, obviously, there's so much synergy between, uh, you know, people make it a thing. And I think it's just, honestly, I just think it's guys that just play beach or girls that just play beach that make it a thing. Everybody else is just volleyball. Just volleyball. Seriously, I've played in grass tournaments. Uh, like it's just volleyball well, like I I said in, bef- in pool tournaments yeah and like I said before too 95% of the people playing on the AVP played indoor growing up probably right. in college probably overseas before they were professional on tour most of them for sure right yeah you play till you can't yeah indoors and then you you play beach mm. and it's super fun I mean I think in my personal opinion indoor is more fun to watch on TV yes there's more action but it's more fun. It's so fun to play beach volleyball. Are you kidding me? It's so great for your body. It's uh, although it's, the four on four sponsored by Bud Light back in like the late '90s was actually pretty epic. Yes, and I wish they would bring that back. Bud Light calling you. I've said this behind the scenes, and I'm going to say it on the show now. A fours tour would do really well. Yeah, even the snow. Nope. Like no, no. Snow? There's a sign over there. No you see with the red X on oh, it. We're not allowed to talk about it unless it's Snow Ace. Yes, I haven't seen Snow Ace on TV yet, but like, sure, yeah. Let's bring that. Yeah. Sponsored by Bud Light. Yeah. Just kidding. You can talk about snow. Dude, you're carrying the show right now. I know. Now, Kevin Jeremy. is terrible. Oh. I mean, like, I'm at, not, this, at this Reed, point. Just, I'm not auditioning for TNO 2.0, just in case you're wondering what, you're, mean, what you're building up to right it's now. It's halftime right now. I think we're, we're fine, <laughs> right? I think we're fine. There's no way that your suggestion about uh, giving recording equipment to people all around the country is going to go bad. It's not. There's no way it can go bad. We yeah. just rent them. There's... Podcast studios all over the country. It's fine. I mean, you could just get a a mic for five bucks. You can get a thirty dollars. You can use your cell phone mic into your at this point. Exactly. Yeah. I sure. do Zoom meetings all the time. There it's you go. The most amazing thing ever. Perfect. Do you have a picture of the first setup that we ever had? You have to have it I do. somewhere. You know, you know we did like a fisheye. I think <laughs> no. I have like a fisheye. I think Dan Madden's in it. I think you're in it. Yeah. Um, those were some good days. And you, you guys, know what? Were you bored? Think, Did you not have anything else to do? You know what's funny, though, is that, like, as I was thinking about you guys saying, like, I'm done, like, I totally get it because you guys have been carrying this thing for, like, a decade for nothing. Like, literally nothing. We haven't been trying to get but sponsorships. Like, correct. Like, I tell people all the time, like, if we put more effort into it, this show could have been huge. And the reason why, and I can only speak for myself, is because the sport of volleyball does not have a lot of money. You're right. That it's spending. Right. So the amount of time I would have to put into it to make it feasible for me to stop doing some other things, that balance wasn't worth it for me. I love doing the show. Obviously, I wouldn't be here 
as long as I did. Kevin, obviously, Kevin and I become great friends, or else I wouldn't come to his house every day. Although I would say every Monday I just walk in the door. If I come over here on a different day of the week, I'm like, do I knock? Am I allowed just to walk in? Like, I feel awkward about it. Yeah. Um, so, yes, this show never saw its full potential for sure. But but there wasn't, there's not, you know, because I thought about it, I was like, oh, man. There's nothing know, else like what the this show ever did. The Net Live really ever sparked did. a whole genre of volleyball shows. But then I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what? There aren't any other shows that are kind of like this, that kind of cover the whole gamut. No, and there's no, like, there's Coach Your Brains Out, talking about coaching, obviously. Which is awesome. Yeah, those Sandcast, guys. like, and they Sandcast, do mostly awesome. beat stuff. when I, those guys. And it's awesome that those things are there. But nobody else for sure did what this show did. Now, obviously, there was a lot of tomfoolery on the show because sometimes for two hours, Kevin and I don't know what to talk about, or there would be times where I'm walking in, I'm like, what are we going to talk about today? And then two hours goes by like that, and I'm like, we talked all volleyball for 99% of the time. Have you talked about the inspiration for where you came up with the idea for this? Kevin, I think you need to be in on this one. Yeah, I do. This is, so, so the question was asked... How did this show, like, the conception? Where was the idea, I think, you know, for the first? Dan I'll, Madden needs I'll to be start, on this, yeah. too. I'll, I'll say what I read. Danimal. And then you. So. There we go. Okay. So I remember Kevin and I. Beijing happens. Yeah. It's a moment. It's a thing. Yeah. It's awesome. And what was really I still cool. have that voicemail, by the way, that yes. you left me. When you, you're like, I'm not going to spoil it from you, but we just want to go middle. <laughs> that was a good. That was a it good, was a good voicemail. Yes. Still have it. It's my uh, ringtone. I remember Kevin and I getting together, and we basically had a list of probably dozens of... And this is where, this is where a, a visionary and an implementer... <laughs> This, this is what's so Wait, which am I? Both. You're, you are both, but in our context, I was the visionary, you were the implementer. Reed was John Lennon, and <laughs> Barnett was Paul McCartney. He executed. I, re- I remember we had a... That's better than being Ringo. You're not left-handed, though. We had a list of deliverables, and Kevin basically just said, look, there's one thing that we could actually do right now that requires, you know... No outside capital, no outside anything else. Like, we could do a podcast. We could do this thing. You could be in Russia. I could be here. And we could do it. Let's just start with something that we could do. And um, I really appreciate that because, you know, if visionaries never have implementers or, or that balance in that relationship, then you just have a, great, a bunch of great ideas that never get executed. And so that's how yeah. I remember it. So basically you were yeah, Dale a, and Brennan from Step Brothers. It was a much bigger idea. It was because we at one point owned the Volleyball Network, which somebody else then later owned. But uh, we had that, and the idea was to build it into yeah. a streaming platform and a central spot for volleyball. And we've seen that happen with Spike Town when it was run by yeah. Gardhoff. We saw... Whatever, the, whatever it was called when Lee ran it, Feinswag, before he moved over to Volleyball Magazine. Uh, we've seen a lot of different efforts in that, in that same realm, like an aggregator. And I still hear that, you know, uh, in totally. regards to the sport and what it needs. But, yeah, we did, we did talk a lot about those bigger picture items. I'd forgotten about that. And, uh, and wasn't it like Rich Gannon, like that whole podcast thing that you were – or like – it wasn't even a podcast. Cause the, the Rich Roll? 
Not Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon's Rich, a former quarterback for the yeah, Minnesota who's Vikings. The, who's the, uh, Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick, sorry. Raiders? Really close. Raiders. And Vikings, no? Dan Patrick. Rich Gannon. Dan Patrick. Really Dan close. Patrick, yeah. I know Dan Patrick was always the goal, and that's why I was very happy to get a picture with him in 12 in London and send it to Reed. Yes. <laughs> and I went up and talked to him about it. If you remembered Reed, it was amazing. Yeah, because I called into Dan Patrick one time. That yeah. Was great. Yeah, and he asked if you were going to bring, like, the Beach Girls or something. I love. <laughs> I really like Dan's pot, uh, his podcast or whatever it is now. It's like a ma- massive show because yeah. there's so much order to it, and like people have to raise their hand to like speak on his show. And I was always pushing for that for this show, but it just never went that direction. They definitely don't have a, a swear jar. Yes, Dan. Hey guys, um, <laughs> I don't have a question. I just wanted to raise my hand so I could say something. Dan, you reminded me of something. It's kind of. A moment that stuck out for you in this show and your time on it that I had totally forgotten about. You want me to tell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a good story. Wait, hold on. Wait, I'm sorry. Am I interrupting something else? Where's Dan been? <laughs> for a decade. It's been a decade. And I'm like, where has freaking Dan been? He tore his Achilles and we never saw him again. Well, I mean, like, he went from this, like, funny guy in, involved in our lives Spike to, like, Town. I'm yep. totally out. Like, you weren't went, even around Billy Allen anymore. It was so no, weird. I, Billy, I, I, Billy and I have been texting all day. Reasonable serve okay. about this. Okay. <laughs> so, do you know how I how I heard about Dan? You know how Dan and I met at all? No. Someone sent me, "Hey, have you seen this Spike Town stuff?" This Danny. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" So good. So I get sent these videos right before the the Beijing Olympic Games, and they come, and I'm on air, and so I'm just I'm a new guy, but I'm kind of feeling my way. And at one point, Wang Yimei from uh, China, who is their big hammer. She laid down a kill, and I went, Wong Yimei takes it to Spike Town. And this is at, like, 3 in the morning here. And, uh, and I didn't know Dan. I just took his Spike Town thing and dropped it in. And the next morning on the Internet, they put up, and at that point you'd have to say, like, on the Internet, they put up that I was an honorary deputy of Spike Town. Because Obviously. of mentioning it. You remember the title it gave you. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really funny. We got, like, emails from people like, hey, they just said Spike Town on the Olympics. And we're like, <laughs> dude, do you have a patent? I still said? have my shirt, by the way. It's my favorite hey, shirt. let okay. me tell you what I think happened. Dan was single when he uh-huh. was involved with us. And, and he unemployed. Just, he was all in. And I fixed that for a minute. Personally, I mean, self-employed. Like... Uh, Making I had, like, us laugh. Personal clients, yes, for design. Single, all in. He finds a lady. Single, you know. He he, he uh, gets Next married. Next door neighbor. And we never hear from him again. So this was, we were just children. Like, will he do that used to you. us to what? Find a girl? Yes. Oh. And then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we, we no longer mean anything to this guy. She also played the volleyball at LMU. I'm That's good right. with that. That's just how I feel. She, she Tell me where you've been. Well, I mean, here's what happened. Here's what really happened is, you know, back in 2009, 2010, I was um, driving my Honda, my 1985 Honda Elite 250cc scooter. That's right. Down to your house every <laughs> week, right. like obviously not risking, on the 405, risking death. No, on, it took seven uh, hours PCA each way. It was so scary. It's not a straight shot for those who aren't from California. And coming home from your house one day, um, the front tire just it. It had a flat, but it was a gradual one. And I was almost home. <clears throat> I just, you know, drove or rode the scooter however many miles from Hermosa or from Huntington to Hermosa. I'm making a left um, by the Redondo Post Office. And uh, the tire is completely flat. 
and I can't make the left, and I'm heading into oncoming traffic, so I'm kind of veering. And I finally just just jack the handlebars, and I go flying up onto the curb to get out of the way of this uh, uh, car. And I said, okay, I'm never going to do this again. Uh, maybe it was home from your house, actually, from Barnett. I house. forgot about this. So I, I junked that thing, and then I didn't have a car, so uh, <laughs> I just stopped coming. No, what happened was... <laughs> I remember happened, that crash. God. What happened was Lindsay, Lindsay Breeden right here hired me uh, to do some work for him, and uh, I said, hey, guys, I can't do the show anymore. And I think Keita was pretty mad. Yeah. That uh, that I I quit on you guys. I'm like, yeah. Man, a lot of good came out of the net life. One of which was me finding Dan and hiring him because he is a fantastic talent. And then you fired him. Well, yeah. so <laughs> he was so good no, you had to let him go. He was not fired. We just did a big layoff, and you know, that's how it goes. Wasn't good enough. Love him so much. Didn't cut the mustard. But he is the best. Hire Dan Madden. <clears throat> What uh, what skills are we talking about here? Because I, I might be hiring all the design yeah. skills, UX. I don't know. UI. Danny heard, but Danny. this is just halftime. Tell tell yeah, the, tell right. the story right. though about yeah, I gotta get the day I called you. So uh, I have a group of friends. Uh, we're called the Creative Club. Uh, it's Billy Allen, John Mayer, Andrew Fuller, Brady Halverson, uh, and some other guys you never heard of. Oh, Nils Nielsen. Do you guys still have a text thread going? Oh, it's going. It's firing today. It's like right firing. now? Is it right happening? now? You want to read? Please some? let them know that I said hi. Somebody's got to drink this too expensive. So while he's getting out his phone and talking about this, I got a great story about, so when Dan and I were working together, we were going, we were working for at Coney Media Group, and we were, uh, there had a beach volleyball court. Like Coney Island? No, not at all. Um, (laughs) They had a beach volleyball court before the train came through in Santa Monica, right? Like out back. So we were uh, next to IMAX. So it was like us versus IMAX. And so it was me and Dan, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to expect here. They were talking all the smack. So uh, Billy Allen came. We like oh, I just brought in everyone, and we just absolutely thumped them. And I actually felt kind of bad because they were just not good at all. IMAX is terrible. Yeah, we didn't need we didn't need Billy Allen. No, we didn't. Wait, before he said he's terrible at volleyball, Lindsay was the first male to dominate the women's court. Yep, this is true. <laughs> what so, does that mean? I don't. At I have Loyola a girl's name. Before 2000, he was practicing with the girls and absolutely dominating. And now it's a thing. I had to like, get my reps. Oh, I had oh, to get my right, reps in somewhere. You know. I gotcha. I mean, I was really great at so uh, shagging balls. The team in practice. was gone. Yeah. yeah, he was great. He was good for us, absolutely. <laughs> but he was the best for them. Yes. He's, like, he's like the Kevin I made, Hambly I made, I made them better. Yes. Kevin Hambly pioneered the use of And congrats of to the LMU women's beach volleyball team that got their WCC rings today for winning the championship last year. It's because, because they John don't Mayer. pepper. It's because they don't pepper. They have John Mayer. That is exactly why they won. Coach your brains out. They, All right, so they your volley's like a wonderland. Yeah. Right. So this creative club, uh, we had this contest that Reed judged. Uh, we made songs, the 10 of us, a bunch of volleyball guys. Um, so My kids it. liked your song, by the way. We played it in the car yeah. for a long time. called Come On and Say Yes. yes. Reed, uh, Reed judged it, and uh, I won. Uh, Clearly. Unanimous. It was a good slide. song. Mayor had a good song, too. Um, <clears throat> well, John Mayer, so, he's great. Yeah. At he's, guitar. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and singing. He can play those blues. He's great on the Chappelle show. Absolutely. Um, so I borrowed I borrowed the NetLive's recording equipment uh, that they use for you know all this stuff that we have in front of us all these knobs, so I borrowed that. <clears throat> it was in like a Trader Joe's bag, um, and uh, I borrowed it over the weekend. And I forgot to give it back, and so I'm up in Santa Monica, 
It's about 9.40 a.m. The net live, like actually 9.40. And the net live uh, starts at 10 o'clock. I get a call from Barnett. He's like, hey, where's the, where's the, all the equipment? I'm like, ooh, it's in my house. And I'm in Santa Monica. I remember this panic. So he's like, okay, yes. what's your address? Uh, I tell him my address. He drives over. I'm like, but the door's locked. But my roommate Cronin, who he kind of knew, might be there, but he might answer the door. So I told him how to sneak in. You climb up the front, uh, which is Balconies. like a, a dumpster, like a dumpster door that you can kind of grab onto. Over Keep it balcony. high level so no one breaks in again. <laughs> I don't live there. Anymore. Okay, <laughs> fine. Oh, ten years ago, but uh, so Barnett breaks into my house. Cronin, my roommate, is sitting on the couch watching last night's Celtics game. He's like, "Oh, hey, Barnett." <laughs> <laughs> I Barnett. came in the slider off the yeah. patio. Yeah, Cronin yeah. <laughs> um, doesn't move. Um, and, and the net live went back. on. And the net live made it oh. by 10 a.m. Yeah, I forgot about that. Really? I broke it. I committed a B and E to get the net live on air. Amazing. So. Allegedly, not the only one that I committed in that era. In that era, actually, I had a situation where I was supposed to be on NBC. We had an opportunity to be on Big NBC. This is when I was brand new to broadcasting, and I had just moved to this house. And for some reason, they sent the polo that I needed for the NBC show to my other house. So I go over there, and where I had rented, and there's new renters, and I knock on the door. Nobody's home. I tried calling the landlord, won't answer. Knock on the door some more, nobody's home. I'm like, well, I look in the window, and I can see the FedEx box on the, count, on the, the mantle. Wow. I'm is, that, like, is that like a hard knock? Like, what do you do? Oh, yeah. There? I'm like, are, yeah. you, are you there? Okay. Are you there? So, so I'm thinking to myself, all right, dude, i got to be on NBC. I can't, like, not have a shirt. No one's going to have a shirt for me. How am I going to go on NBC without the proper apparel? Okay, I'm going to do it. So I go in the back, and I, I know the house well enough, so I pull the screen, pop the screen, pull the window up, go in, quick look down the hallway, run the distance to the house, because I had to go from front to back in the house to grab the FedEx box. Sure enough, there it is. Pull it off the mantle walk out, I was missing a curtain rod or something. I looked behind a door to see if it was there where I thought it was. Nope, not there. Okay. And back out the window, close it, pop the screen back in, and gone. Wow. To this day, I bet those people go, where the hell did that FedEx box go? Wow. The things you do for the peacock. Straight straight B&E. Wow. Before the Nest Cam and so Before on. Before it. Yeah, I would exactly. not do it today. No. I would not do we it today. We have so many cameras. But you were like the OG for cameras at your house, like even oh like yeah, the original full security system. Speaking <laughs> of cameras, I had to scour the cameras recently, so Lindsay's car gets break broken into. Turns out she didn't lock the car. Okay. Is it really breaking in if you just leave it open? Oh my gosh! So I had to like toggle through like twelve hours of footage, and I see this guy trying to, you know, four a.m. trying to get in all the cars. It's actually a perfect segue into my most, my least favorite moment of the net live. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get off the here. We go. So we were early, and you know what? In her defense, I'm probably not even even better today. But your mom had a lot of had a lot of issues oh with what I brought to the table. So in the early days, it was Kevin and I. <laughs> And neither one of us were pros, to be honest. I mean, like, True. You, you got the 2008 job, and you did great, I think. Did you do good? I did fine. Fantastic. Okay, you did good. You did good. And here we are on... I was the best Podcasting. Ever. Yes. Where you can actually download into Wi-Fi, which is a hard concept for people over 90, 
it turns out my great grandma tried to help her out. It was hard. Give me an audio book at some point, the net live, the entire series. Oh my god. Years. And I would get was it was it weekly? Would I would get weekly like bullet points of all the thi- all the ways that I was terrible, but Kevin was great from his mom. <laughs> well, it's just science, really. I mean, it's hard to argue. Yeah. Is, I, this, is this true? I, how true is this? Is this real? This is totally true. <laughs> this is real. I don't know about the bullet points, how I was awesome. <laughs> but there were definite bullet points. My mom did not like the number of ums that Reed was using. Oh. It's kind of like Ann Lamborn through Rich Lamborn letting us know that our grammar is incorrect <laughs> on air. Yeah. I think I have a Rich Lamborn story. But he's, he's not here anymore. bring this. It actually has nothing to do with him, except... Uh, <laughs> How is it? I don't understand. Wait, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. We'll find out. I'm out we'll on find that. out right now. Okay. Please. <laughs> Did I steal your thunder, Reed? Yes. I was going to say, the next, in 10 years from now, we need to at least have enough mics that all the hosts can stay here because they actually have a mic, because half of them left because they didn't have a mic. I've been gone for 10 years, so... <laughs> Josh Glazebrook left. I didn't even know he left. That's how you do it. He's doing one-arm push-ups out in your driveway. Glaze right Creek now. is. Yeah. He's got a drone above R- us. Raise right your now. hand yep. if you think it's Glaze Creek or Glaze Brook. Take your. Okay. Can I go? Yep. Yes. Okay. Here, here I go. Uh, so, did Rich win the national championship with BYU in '99? Okay. Uh, the e- the EIVA Penn State played uh, in the Final Four that year, but they almost didn't. They almost lost to me. Yeah, <laughs> at New Jersey Institute of Technology. Barnett, you're not even paying attention to my story. <laughs> this is important. I'm the host of the party. What, what does that have to do? See you tomorrow. That's still, you're still not listening. Unbelievable. Dan, you disappeared so for 10 years. Don't give me this crap. All right, go ahead. That's true. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Go okay. ahead. So, uh, NGIT, New Jersey Institute of Technology. Highlanders, go Highlanders. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I um, played middle there because uh, A.J. Mahalik, um, who's just yes. a smaller version of, of Barnett. Who married um, a 55-year-old woman. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, okay. Neither uh, here nor there. No. Continue. <laughs> Correct. Uh, he got injured, and I filled his spot. Uh, I wasn't necessarily middle, but anyway, we were up 2-0 against Penn State. They had Eric Houston. They had... Um, uh, Jose Quinones, they had um, Tony Mazzullo. We're really digging deep for these names here, yes. Yeah, yeah. Tony Mazzullo, a lot of, yeah. a lot of Tony Mazzu fans out there. Yeah. <laughs> Raise your hand. There's Tony Zapata, I don't know about You had Mizzou. me a hello. Continue. Yeah, yeah. so we're up 2-0, and we this go is, to the side really switch in the, the, in the game the three, and we're like, holy shit, we're going to go to, holy crap, we're going to go to the uh, final four. Well, they win the next two, but it's like 11-11 in game five. And we swing and get blocked, but Jose Quinones nets. They don't call the net. Uh, they go serve. We what? lose 15-13 or 16-14. And the ref goes up to our captain at the, after the match. He's like, sorry, I, I missed that call. And we're like, well, F you, man. We could have used that call. That would have been nice to go to wherever it was and get absolutely murdered by BYU. Carthage College. Oh, no, BYU. Okay. No, BYU. With Ryan Millar in the middle. Me versus Ryan Millar. How, how would that have fared? I miss the positive hecklers. I miss that from Provo. You know, you would go in there, there would be like, that's a really bad serve. Oh, really bad serve. Oh, the air is thin up there. Paper airplanes. That's where we're at now. All right, that's all I got. All right. 
You want me to rattle off the Creative Club questions? No, I think I think what we should do is we should take it back to when we used to do the Net Live and do commercials with uh, creaky Halloween music and singing stuff. and things. Yeah, singing and things, <laughs> living on a prayer. How about the one uh, time we had a sponsor that was actually paying us and then came to us and said, "We'll continue to support the show, but you can't." have any affiliation with this other thing so they had like a personal yes. vendetta yes i remember who that was and that was like the worst like that still sticks with me today of just yeah like, can we get details of that no that, we that can't. person was later in charge of more things no no than no, 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 no stop that. stop stop yeah. stop we're not going to go deeper than that but like that was the first picture i had into like the ugly Quid world pro quo. Yeah. yeah of just like <laughs> oh my gosh we love you guys we'll continue to support you but you can't have any affiliation with this other thing that's also supporting you because I don't like them. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I don't like that. And I think we made the decision of just like, no. No. Like, sorry. Like, we'll say no to money because that's and, not right. And yes to our integrity. That's right. That's right. Cheers, Barnett. <laughs> we made it at 10 years and we're going to make it another 10 years. Halftime. <laughs> Halftime. <laughs> hashtag. That's the hashtag coming out of this show. Halftime. Halftime. Yes. Halftime. All right. Jimmy Roche, you want to jump back on one more time? Let's uh, use the restroom. Let's finish this off. <laughs> Reed, are you good? I'll be right back. Oh, oh well, okay. Why doesn't this uh, iPad say boom when I'm tapping boom? Because oh. the volume's turned off. Yeah, you gotta turn you're not the a t- are you not a tech guy like I am apparently. Like you're not a DJ, Dan. It's that one. Try <laughs> now. If you were a DJ, you would know this. No, try this one. Make no? sure the mute. Stop muted? pressing buttons. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, make sure it's not. Ready? There's muted. no way. Barney pressing all these buttons there is going to work go. out well. Yeah. There you go. Just use I the first. If we had that one, just by use the, way. the first two lines. The bottom ones are not going to. Jeremy, that's why I spit up my I mean, mule. Are you Madden to tell me what years you were at Nidget? Because I need to know when you were in the EIVA. Uh, 99 and 2000. Geezer left his Christmas card. 99 and 2000. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. And Katie's curious how old you are. Can we get an age on Dan Madden? I'm 40. 40. It's 40. I'm 40. I just turned 40. He's 4 0. 4 0. So, no, we talked about Phil being potentially the best beach player of all time. Sure. Right? Sure. I'm 1 0 against him indoor. So, great story. Suck it, Phil. Yeah, right? My roommate, Ryan Cronin, is 2 and 1 or 3 and 2 against him. Really? Dalhauser, yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, he, he, he still mentions that. After I'm undefeated. Loyola Marymount dropped their men's volleyball team when we were six in the nation. That's right. You were finally good. Yeah, we were finally good. And I went from libero and. <laughs> nice. Well Dude, played, the, Dad. The sound effects well are played. so addicting that yeah. Jeff Conover, who was trying to not travel as much anymore, is yeah. traveling this season just to be the sound effects guy because he did it in Hawaii. He's like, bro, this is the greatest thing ever. I was like, well, you're more than welcome to take it over. So now he'll be standing next to me in the DJ booth. Just hitting buttons. But like only w- if he's drinking coffee, there will have to be a lid on it because he almost ruined Hawaii this year. Wait, right right next to you, or will he be between – will, will have, he be on the other side of Kim have, and Mark? He'll have to go somewhere else. All right. He can come to my booth if he wants. You know, played the Manhattan Qualifier uh, 2008 with Conover. Nice. Yeah. Jumping Jeff Conover. Right now, Lindsay's experiencing what we've all experienced, just trying to get a story in, but it's gone No, sideways. it's not even a good story. <laughs> you said it was a great story. Well, then let's hear I, I, it. You're right. Good? Actually, it's a fantastic story. Is it better than Dan's story about Rich Lamborn? Because I don't remember Rich <laughs> well, being in that story. <laughs> probably. The story he would have. He would, oh, story he would have been. About Rich Lamborn, but not probably. about Rich Lamborn. Got it. Not After they dropped our program, we went to a club team. Yeah. We ended up going to, we were playing um, somewhere. Club Nationals. 
Columbus. Columbus. Club Nationals, and uh, we were playing Phil's team from Florida, and yeah. we beat them in two, and that was my one win against him ever, and he's just fantastic. So He's still upset about it. Yep. Still how many, ruined his how, many, how many victories do you have on your word cloud behind you when you do that Skype interviews? Probably about 75. Thing. Amazing. That's <laughs> nice. I like that. Yeah. Probably more, but, you know. All right, Reed, we're going to wrap this thing up. I made a list of some of my favorite guests. Yes. Oh, Kevin. Yes. yes. Gabby Reese. Yep. Fantastic. Most of my favorite guests were from the indoor side, and I think it's because I didn't know that side that well. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I know the beach players, like, I get to talk to them. They'd come to the DJ booth, so I actually knew them more personally. So when the indoor players would come on, I was just – it was just a different game for me and different mindset and playing, you know, that way. So those – Gabby Reese was so, one. So let me ask you a question. Yep. Um, Do I hate indoor? Yeah. No, I'm just Our first and last guest <laughs> – Yep. Allegedly. Uh, Misty if, May, trainer. Yeah. Indoor, beach. How would you put her in a bucket? What does that beach. mean? Is, is she known for beach? Is she known for indoor? Because she holds most of the records beach. for indoor as well. Yeah, but people forget she went to the national team, was only there for a short time. She has three. But was fantastic at indoor. She has three gold medals on the beach in a row. Okay. So. In college, right. she was That's, terrific, yeah. 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 That's accurate to say. It'd be a disservice to the people who were there to say she was terrific. She holds so many records indoor. But percent- No, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think on the national team, I don't know the specifics. It would be interesting to actually talk to Misty about it. But she wasn't there that long. And my, sure. my memory was that the program and what her goals were at the time weren't meshing. And then you know, she, she went to the beach because I don't know if that's where she wanted to be for sure if she got forced to a choice or whatever. But obviously that worked out great. But there were a lot of expectations for her indoor. She was on coming out of college because you're right. She was an unbelievable indoor player. In she college. was on Dancing with the Stars because of being in the Olympics on the beach. Big so swim. the answer to the question is beach. beach. Fair. Yeah, I agree. I Fair. Agree. I would really no like argument. to hear Misty's no take on why. That takes nothing away from her, her indoor career. Totally. But you're asking what she's more known for, and that's absolutely. Good. If you're going to bucket her, totally. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, Gabby, Misty, obviously, Casey Patterson. Just for the one time that he said boom, and it literally Woo. cut the show off. And played Vivaldi. That happened, and then the show was over. Right, and it played, we were played five, Vivaldi, so we could get back Ten minutes the show, yeah. yeah. Uh, Hugh Nic- McCutcheon had to be canceled. He was next. <laughs> that is very true. Nicole yeah. Davis, I always enjoy talking to her on the show. Really good conversation with Nicole Davis. The Kelsey Robinson interview we had I thought was great. Always enjoyed hearing from Karch, especially yep. once he got to the coaching side on the indoor. I was, he's always a great guest. Yep. Spraw was always great. He would give us way more time than I thought for his busy and the 35 jobs that that guy has. <laughs> he would talk to us the entire show if we weren't like, hey, we know you need to go somewhere. He's like, no, I, I'm fine talking to you guys. Like, you, had, you said he had to be at practice 10 minutes ago. You should probably stop. <laughs> no one's listening. You should probably stop chatting. <laughs> right, he, right. he has an Instagram account that is dead hilarious. He Spraw? barely posts. I don't think he posts anymore, but I found it like a year or Is two. it really him, though? I don't. Yeah, I think it is. He's posting like jokes about his players, like, and it's it's absolutely dead hilarious. Like okay. every single post is hilarious. Dread Pirates Peru. The show. Two of my highlights on the show are both Karch and Spraw, because I would get one question in per interview. That was my highlight. But Spraw and Karch both said after I asked my question, "Oh, that's a great question," and I just was like, "Cool. What else do I, like? What else do you need me for? My job here is done." One question. It was great. You had 10 questions. No one said you, any of your questions were great. I had one, and I'm a better broadcaster than That's you are. That's why this show is ending. 
constant it's not abuse. Not a half-time. Okay. I will say, though, I half-time. found it amusing that after a few years, I would go to events, and some people would know me from this show, right? not for my DJ career. They're like, oh, I enjoy you on the net live. Oh, cool. Do you come to AVP events? Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you know I'm a DJ? No. <laughs> How's that possible? That's, what, that's actually what I do. Are you going to host another show? No. Okay. Well, maybe. He's been carrying this show for three hours. You started I really, recording yeah. three hours and 26 people. seconds. I, I, mean, di- I did. There's yeah. the Jeremy Roche hour right now. Correct. Yeah. I mean, come on now. This is just the beginning. Geeter already texted me since he's left the show. Saying how proud he is and taking credit for how good I am on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love that. Uh, <clears throat> are we are we good? Is somebody else? Have, you, do you have more? I, I think I've covered all my notes throughout the five. I hours think I, I, I threw show. mine in a paper airplane, so I think I'm good. Yep. Uh, I, I read thanks to you for our meeting uh, at the very beginning and what we kind of laid out for volleyball. I never thought we'd be here. I never thought about it, but I never certainly would have said, "Oh, ten years down the road, eleven years down the road, we'll be." Wrapping it up? No, that was that was you not know what's crazy. Is your hairline's still the same, and your skin. I mean, like you look the <laughs> he same. He looks the he same. He looks like he's twelve. It's really amazing. It's impressive. If if there's one thing we've learned is that age, like Kevin aging. Like, how do we bottle this up? <laughs> well, I know. Is My last like, name isn't Barnett. It's actually Lestat. Is it like building a giant hammer that we carry around to work, or like? Yeah. What? Like, That's what you that, should do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I've got Dick Clark's disease. <laughs> Uh, so thank you for that and Dan thank you for the, your contributions early on to this and coming tonight appreciate it Lindsay as well and, and yeah. Brandon for being on did you get on this at all I didn't get on okay but I got a question oh by all means first time long time <laughs> <Where's the laughs> yeah. first time listener long time caller yeah I haven't seen any of your cats recently are they okay they're good they're good so the question is this uh, what do you guys think your legacy is to our sport have you guys thought about Have you guys talked about? I don't know. I, I show up an hour late everywhere just because consistency. I knew. You missed yeah. hitting lines. <clears throat> you missed oh. my wedding reception, my wedding rehearsal. Not your reception. The, re- the rehearsal part, though. Yeah, yeah. Rehearsal, come on. Who needs that? Who, Who needs, needs a rehearsal? That? I'm, I'm coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, it, it is halftime. It's halftime. It's halftime. So. But, uh,. 10 years is a long time, and I think you guys have done something really, really unique um, in this whole landscape of volleyball. And it's not just covering the sport, but it's having opinions and some good, some aggressive, some pissing people off. And that is not happening in this, in this sport. And I think it's uh, something that adds to it. And so, anyways, I'm just wondering, like, What's the legacy? What have you guys thought about it? And you need to. I don't know. Is that for me to decide? I'm gonna yeah, let I'm gonna let you answer that, Kevin. But first time, long time, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks, Kanye. Yeah. So, uh, what's interesting? Um, what I think people need to know is that what I really appreciate about Kevin, and I learned this like the first time that I learned this about Kevin was in Germany. Uh, we had just had a World League match, and there was some team stuff that came up that Doug brought our way and I was just a fresh out of college and I'm on the national team and they're at you know, like whatever the coach says like I'm saying like yes and Kevin just like is just like like hell no like no that's not <laughs> happening like head coach 
I don't care what you're saying, but you're wrong and for all these different reasons. And he spoke his mind, and it was clear-headed. It wasn't emotional, and it was just direct, and it was concise. There was brevity, um, and I just remember just being scared out of my mind for what was going to happen next. But, um, but he's never strayed from that to the point even in our relationship where I'm just like, dude, Kevin, you got to know that what you're saying impacts, like, you might be saying something, but it, it, but there is an emotional impact for me, your friend. And we've had discussions on that. And so, you know, I think people need to know that Kevin is always speaking the truth as he sees it. You might not agree with what he sees and you might have issue with, with how, how much how time he he's it. had in the sand. Uh, but what I appreciate is that Kevin, I, I think in terms of the legacy, is truth was always what was priority, I think, with this show, yeah. is that everyone spoke their mind. And, and there wasn't, uh, we weren't getting paid. So, <laughs> so at, at, at no point did anybody have an agenda to push. And I think that's what's really unique. I feel like, and I would tell people this, like Kevin would say it, in a matter-of-fact way, and some people don't like hearing opinions that way, and so they automatically get defensive. And I would tell them, I'm like, you may not like how he's saying it, but actually listen to the words. Because if you listen to it, he's 90% of the time correct. Whether you like that opinion or not is irrelevant, but what he's saying is probably on point-ish. And it's not coming from a place of, I think I'm better than you, or... My point is correct all the time. We always said if we said something on the show you didn't like, you are more than welcome to call us or come on, which people have, and let us know your opinion as well. Like I always, some people, this sport has a hard time taking criticism. And, mm-hmm. it, and if this sport wants to get to the level, like an NBA, an NFL, NH, any of that stuff, Everybody, that includes me, is going to have to have thicker skin because all, think about LeBron takes five threes, misses them. It's all written about in the paper the next day. Okay? If you get the freeze award and then Kevin heckles you on the show about it, like he did, <laughs> you know, that, those are things that are coming with it, especially if there's more publicity. Now, I'm not saying Kevin was right for heckling you or that – Trevor was correct for calling you a hack because I'm going to say if you've been in four Olympics and now your name's on the pier, like you're not a hack. I hammered Trevor for that at the time. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Um, By the way, the sound's off, so I don't know if we're recording any of Yeah, who cares? We're definitely recording. (laughs) Yes. We're going to have to fix it anyway. We're live. But I've always said, and and obviously I'm biased on this, but what Kevin does, not on this show, but on TV and broadcasts, I enjoy listening to him at a higher, at the same level that of all the greats that have been in the sport talking as well, too. And that obviously comes from, I'm a bias on that as well, but I feel like Kevin's always trying to be fair on TV and inform people of what's going on because coming from a player and then on the backside of that, on the business side or on on this side or then the broadcast side, like you've seen it all. So I feel like there is, your opinion carries more weight. Than somebody who hasn't done any of that stuff. That's he's on trying TV. to grow the game. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's yeah, he's being honest. Yes, but doesn't mean he's always right. Yeah. That is correct. I, you know, Sunderland put it to me this way when I was ranting about something. He said, "You just don't, you, you don't tolerate fools." You know, I, what's the right word? <clears throat> huh? 
No, I just, <laughs> I, just, I just don't, I don't like listening to people who don't have a clue about what they're talking about or who are completely off, off base with li- very little information. I try and have a fair amount of information or tell you I don't really know. This is my guess at stuff. But yeah, I, I appreciate that. I, and you asked about the legacy of the show, Brandon. I, I hope that we have added to people's understanding of the game. And, and that's either via the stuff we've talked about, but mostly due to the people we've exposed. That was really the goal, was to expose all the fantastic people in this sport. We, you know, we started with Misty, and to have the people on this show who've done the things that they've done in this game, uh, success or longevity or innovation, the people that we've had on this show to talk about their views of what has happened, because they've been there. Sinjin, who had lived yeah. the history that I was very interested in. Yep. And, and to learn at the, at the foot of those people is to inform the things that I've had to say about the game, but it's only because we've had so many really good people on this show to talk about the game and the things that have gone on. And whenever controversy came up, it wasn't us looking for it. Our goal on the show was never to like, hey, let's find something that's controversial to talk about so it'll bump our numbers or whatever. Yeah. Those were, like, were just natural conversations that happened. It wasn't like, oh, we saw Reed yelling at his partner in the box. Let's get him on the show and talk about that. Like That was never a thought process ever. So when there was drama, yeah. it was because there was drama in the sport, not because we were going to look for it. I don't want there to be a third rail. The, oh, don't touch the third rail. And I got into it with the ABCA. At their convention, when it came to the suicide of Sam Wolpat, I got into it with the AVCA there. And I'll tell you that I lost a job because of that. And I stick to it to this day because they, everybody came to me when, when her sister Carly, who we've now had on the AVP the last couple of years, was going to be an All-American. We had on the show to talk about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. was going to be an All-American. Everybody from Katie sitting over there to other people came to me and said, don't mention it. Don't mention it. And my question was, because I already had a question written down for her about it. But I, I, I said, has anyone asked Carly? Talk to the person. Don't shy away from things. I don't need to make a moment of it for me. That's never the point. But talk to Carly. And I asked Carly, do you want to include your sister? She said yes. And she talked about that at, uh, on the show what, in the last year. And you uh, haven't worked for the ABCA since. Correct. But, but those things, I, I think that the sport, I hope that this show is an encouragement to whomever is next or whatever is next. Todd's down. I hope that that's an encouragement to address things head on. Not for the purpose, like I said with the Kobe thing, not for the purpose of drawing attention to the writer or to the, per- the talking head or whoever it is, but because whatever's being discussed is material to what's happening. That's my problem with the Kobe thing. I don't think it's material. But I thought that was material to what was going on at the time. You can't just ignore Well, and you asked her. Real life. She wanted to include her sister in that moment. And I asked her more than three times, including backstage before we went out, Carly, I have no reason to do this. We don't have to do it. It is up to you if you want to include your sister in this, if you want to answer this question. That's up to you. And to this day, I have no clue what she said after I asked the question. <laughs> Not a clue. Because all I wanted to do was ask the question, let her have her moment, Done. Mm-hmm. Moving forward. It's not my moment, it's hers. And I hope on this show we've provided some moments for people uh, to, to talk about themselves, their experience, their knowledge, because they had so much to give that I thought didn't really have a home. When you and I were talking, I said, 
the line I've always used with this show is, if you went to World League in the summer on one Sunday and you went to the exact event the next Sunday, you had no clue why the roster changed. You had no clue what had gone on afterwards by the coaches, by the players. I thought we needed to expose that, and that applies to everybody, to college, to beach. To I, I want to know why something happened. I think it's important to talk about the game. And we did that one of our last shows last year at some point, probably in June was the last time we did it. But when Lamborn was on the show, we were explaining the Olympic qualifying process and how all the points work and how, like, yeah, this team's in number one, but a bunch of tournaments are now going to fall off and their points are going to fall off, and then team number two is going to jump over them. So explaining that to people because there's so much – it's confusing. There's a lot of misinformation out there, so I felt we did a good job of trying to explain all of that to the people the best that we knew how. Because if you go to the FIB website, it sucks. <laughs> keep saying that <laughs> well until they change the show. Yeah. I hope somebody picks up the mantle of that somehow. Uh, and This and is halftime, apparently. Yeah, yeah halftime. But it, and continues love, it's, that. It's, it's viral. Happening. It's happening. What's up? It's viral. happening. I, I hope somebody picks that up because the sport still needs it. The sport still needs that exposure. The sport still needs to be talked about. Um, the people in the sport yeah. deserve to be talked about because of who they are, what they are. And I will listen to that show. The best thing that this program has done for everyone is shed light on the best community on the planet, which is volleyball. Great you know? community. Um, I met my wife through volleyball. Woo-woo. Ditto. Our daughter, our son plays volleyball. I've coached volleyball. i played volleyball. Volleyball is the best. Like, all my best friends are from volleyball. So, you know, if nothing else, it's just shed light on how awesome the volleyball community is. We have, I don't know where the archive is going to go, but we have things at the time of things. We have Hugh McCutcheon in 08 after they win. We have Karch after they win the 2014 World Championships, only gold medal by a women's national team in the United States. Hard to believe. Hashtag Karching. In a major, yeah. (laughs) Karching. We, we have those interviews with people at the time as yep. an archive, uh, which I, I think is really interesting stuff. And I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know how we're going to make it available. But um, we'll, we'll do something with it where it, it will be somewhere. But I, I hope that that's not all lost, uh, lost to the ether. It won't be. No. <laughs> Just the first 20 episodes. They don't suffer fools. That's what it is. Suffer fools. Well, here's... All right, here's... Here's my opinion of, of you guys' legacy. So 10 years to consistently be doing something week after week after week and kind of speaking into the ether, right? You don't know exactly how many people are listening to it, the whole thing. But uh, And and it's it's for everyone, but Kevin, I think this speaks specifically to you and how you do it and how you've always done things. But to be consistent for 10 years um, is phenomenal and, like, this program has, I mean, you, you are the heart and soul of it, no doubt. And, um, you know, it, at the heart of it, it was journalistic. It was covering our sport and it was elevating the coverage of the sport. It wasn't, Hey, this is the libero because she's in the other color Jersey. It was libero. Li- oh yeah. So sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> my, my, <laughs> you're right. I'm an, I'm an indoor guy now. That's, that's, what Rich Lamborn calls it, so that's what I call it. You know what? I turn off the broadcast, actually. I, I, I watch it and turn the sound down. So my guil- guilty when, when certain parties are commentating, but that's just me. Uh, but the other thing is that it was the way you approached it was fearless, and you've always lived your life without fear. It's how you approach the game. It's how you approach this. Um, and I think it's, it says something to get to a point where 
uh, your coverage of a sport isn't just about making people happy and making people feel good and everything is perfect and great. It's, yeah, there's some issues going on with the sport and it's, you know, 10 years is, we've seen a lot happen indoor and especially on the beach. The AVP has died and come back like six times. Um, so, but you addressed all of it without fear, uh, without an agenda, just, hey, this is what's happening. This is what I think about it. Um, and so it was a great elevation of the coverage of the sport. And I do hope that someone can come through and uh, cover it fearlessly like you guys have for the last 10 years. So, Halftime. Thank you, Brandon. Great job. Thank you so much for what you've done for our sport, for everyone. Thank you. Heaps. Thank you. That means a lot. Higa, way to, way to step in and hit it out. It's emotional. It doesn't need to We've got to wrap this up sometime. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, We've been yeah, wrapping it up for an hour and a half. Right Seventy-two I think hour. I take us home. Podcast. I think huh? this is, take us home. Yeah, this is I, like this is it. This is longer Dance, than the like, uh, heading down Magnolia Lane. This is barely longer than the Singin. We had to go longer than the Singin episode. Friends. We had in the final episode. Uh, thank you to everyone who contributed uh, for the last eleven years. Uh, from Reed at the start, Dan, Lindsay were all there. We were doing some goofy stuff to start. Brandon came on, CVW, Ed Chan, and VolleyballMag.com been willing to help along the way. And of course, Ed, one of the longtime supporters of the game. A lot of the themes Brandon touched on apply certainly to Ed uh, and his wife and what they've given to the game. Uh, Katie for her hosting. Nicole for allowing Jeremy to come over here on Mondays. The always the beautiful. Always beautiful. Yes, Nicole Roche. Uh, Chris, I, I loved having Geeter back. Here. Yes. Um, the show was really good with him here. We had a lot of fun for really? a lot of I'm years. Kind of over that guy a little bit. Well, I mean, not fun. Not fun this time when he was here, but before when he used okay, to come on the regular it. basis. I think he should win another car on Prices Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just the second car would be amazing with his he, jorts. He used to take my reserve my my money for grass tournaments, and then all of a sudden we're doing a podcast together ten years <laughs> later. Uh, and thanks to you, the fans, for for listening to the show, for supporting the show, uh, Project Omaha. I think about that. And we put out a Kickstarter and said, hey, send us to Omaha for the Final Four. I think it took three days. And people stepped up, and we, we got to go and, and be a part of it. And, of course, I mentioned all the sponsors earlier. Uh, I wish good things for the sport ahead. I, I really do. And I had a rant because that was one of the things we did early on, and I tend to do that uh, to people, text or, or verbally. It's about the AVCA, um, and, and I'll leave it at this. I want to see men's college beach and i want to see more teams on the men's side yes and i'm tired of the excuses you made something up out of whole cloth women's beach didn't exist nobody even wanted it to exist they tried to vote it down and yet you persisted and you made it a thing and it's a terrific thing for the game it's feeding the professional ranks it's providing more opportunity for players you made it a thing in the face of resistance so stop pretending there's too much resistance to do it on the men's side yes Preach. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. So thanks for listening. Thanks Live for being a, a part of the Net Live. Uh, special thanks to Matt Gardhoff. We had a bunch of his funny things here. He was supposed to be here this week or this weekend. He had a death in the family, but uh, we had lots of funny dolls and stuff. And, uh, and thanks to everyone who's done stuff for the show. Uh, I'm Kevin. He's Jeremy, Reed, and the rest. That's the Net Live. It's over. Peace. For now. <laughs>
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.